In a week where Agent Jack Ross returns to base and our hatred is off the SFA continues, nothing's changed at all, really. My name is Jarvie, and I'm joined this week by Hammy and Simon. Together, we are a very broken Hearts Club band. Um, Cameron isn't here to defend himself this week, but we have received a complaint on Twitter over his negative comments on uh, Ben Woodburn, comparing him to a rubbish craft gin advent calendar. can only imagine that our listener has had a, a really bad craft gin calendar. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's thinking, like, that's the worst insult you could possibly give a player. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just get straight into some transfer news, shall we? Um, first of all, a, a player that's definitely going to be on his way at the door. Uh, Jamie Walker is linked to a St. Johnson in Livingston. He's had interest from Dundee United in the summer. Um, I wanted to ask you, there was a lot of people saying that we should have just got Jamie Walker on against Rangers. Is that the answer? Not in my opinion. <laughs> nah, not for me. 50 goals for the club. Came for somewhere. Needed a goal. I, I just feel like bringing on someone who's when played looked fine but hasn't played in what two months three months i don't think he's kicked the ball over that period like Aye. yeah so just no another another player we want to bring on no no um like we're obviously lacking in depth in the the striker department um could have been an option could have been um he could be on his way out in january do you think we've seen jamie walker kick his last ball it looks that way, doesn't it? It looks like both club, uh, both parties, and in the situation, Hearts and Jimmy Walker kind of feel like it's probably best for both of them if if he mm-hmm. does move on somewhere. Which is a shame because Jimmy Walker's obviously scored fifty goals for Hearts, like you said. So you want you want these players to get a bit of respect, but mm-hmm. the club's moves on, doesn't it? No, oh, it does. I think he'll leave on uh, on very good terms, and I think he'll always get a, an applause at Tyne Castle. No, no, I bet he goes on. He's still, he's still young enough. I bet he's going to go on to have a smashing career at like a Livingston or a St Johnston. Become like Scott Robinson and look no, absolutely no. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, bet he'll do well wherever he goes, and he'll no doubt come back to haunt hearts Monday at some point. Um, another rumor, um, one that I won't admit made me smile. Uh, Craig Halkett, a wanted man by Swansea and Bristol City. Um, Bristol City being a Taylor Moore loanee with 18 months left on his contract. Maybe some business there. Um, but what do you think of Halkett? Do you think Jinky's going to sign a contract before he becomes a, a pre-contract in January? We can't lose him and Sir. We could. I know, but we, we shouldn't. <laughs> Sorry. And remember, Kingsley's not got a, a contract after this season <laughs> as well. <laughs> lose the three of them. Michael Smith, he's not tied down yet either. Exactly. There you go. There's the whole. That's whatever it is. And Gordon Gordon as well. Aye, Gordon's gone. Gordon <laughs> gone. Fuck it. Aye, even Henderson will still be on loan anyway. <laughs> um, I like it's. Aye, it's the thirteenth of December now, and all of them are available on pre-contracts in like three weeks. Um, aye, that's quite concerning. Eh? <laughs> uh, Craig Halkett, but do you? Do you think he, he could go? Jinky could be tempted for a move down south or Jinky's just kind of breaking through here. What do you think is going to happen? I think he'll realise that this is his best shot 
at Hearts is is guaranteed starting. He's he's good enough for us. Um, I think him and his agent might be just throwing up a few links and and trying to get a bit interested, buzzed just to maybe move the contract negotiations along or or maybe pull it in their favour by saying, oh look, well we we have these options here. I can see how it's staying out of all of them. I see him the most likely. Mm-hmm. And Kingsley too. I think Kingsley will be here next season. I hope so. Yeah. Suter, no chance. Suter will be here now at this stage. Nah. Nah. Um, and Craig Gordon will be here forever. He'll, he's got ten years left in the tank. I, I didn't. I, I just made it out with the 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 outfield players there. Sorry, I didn't mean Gordon. Yeah. I think he'll be back. I. No, I do have a concerning feeling that Andy Halliday will, however, be at the club next season. How? <laughs> <laughs> in what capacity? Player, I think I just got this feeling he's going to get a one-year contract out of Nielsen. I really do. That'd be such a waste of money. <laughs> oh, um, we've been linked with someone. Yeah, January transfer window is just around the corner. My better than Christmas for me. Um, HMFC France, who is French, tweets that Zachary Bront. Guillard, a Canadian international who plays for Montreal, uh, came through Lyon's academy, is uh, linked with the club, uh, along with several other clubs. Could he come in to replace Halkett? Who knows? Um, we, won't, we won't lie and tell you we know anything else about the player <laughs> other than his name, but you can go and Google him and try and spell it from my pronunciation. Good luck. <laughs> we, we've had some clarity on how many goals Ewan Henderson has actually scored which I felt was quite important to, to just confirm. Um, thanks to Maroon Report and Aloha Stats. Ten goals in 12 games it was. Nine in his last seven. However, he never scored at the weekend. Oh, <laughs> keep him out there. Aye. He needs to learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're just about there with the news. Relatively quiet week. Um, some... Concerns looking ahead to our fixtures here. We've got Benny is injured until at least New Year. He's looking at a return for the Derby now. We've got, what have we got? Michael Smith's injured, unknown when he's coming back currently. Cammy Devlin suspended for the Dundee game this weekend. So this will be our first Benny Devlin-less game of the season. It'll be interesting to see how we get on because they're, they're both really important and the fact that we only play two centre mids makes it even more important that they play well. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's going to be McInef and Haddon. Aye. Mm-hmm. Can you see Andy Halliday getting in there? <laughs> well, can we? <laughs> I'm sure he scored. He scored one. I think he scored against Dundee twice last season, did you know? Maybe making that up. Fact check me on that. Um, I mean, even if he did. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but... Away from home, nah, he could be in there with Haddon, like, we'll see. Um, so I had quite a few players out, unfortunately. Um, we, we've run out of good things to say about Craig Gordon as the seasons went on. Um, but it was good to see in the last week a bunch of um, articles and other podcasts saying that Craig Gordon should be up there for Player of the Year nominations, which is a great shout, up there with names like Aribo and Fudahashi. So, yeah. surely, if he keeps up. He's going to be I mean, up. it's always going to be one of the players from one of the teams that win the league. That's what it usually is, eh? <laughs> I'll put it yeah. this way. St. Johnson done a cup double last year. 
and Steven Gerrard's <laughs> one manager of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so, aye, absolutely. Um, aye, well, that's that's all the news, relatively quiet, but we're we're getting towards January. There'll be no games through January, but don't worry, I'll fill a podcast with transfer rumours. <laughs> Watch this space. You talk about players that none of us have any idea about who are never coming to hearts. He scored 16 goals in 12 games in Bermuda. <laughs> uh, right, football. Uh, Simon, we of course played Rangers uh, yesterday. Was it? Aye, yesterday. Aye. Um, Feels like so uh, long ago. I, I know. Mean, I, I am struggling today. <laughs> <laughs> yep, on we go. How did we line up? Aye, so we actually went for uh, like a four. Two, three, one, or a four-five-one. Essentially, when we when we didn't have the ball, so Gordon at the back, Moore in for Smith. Smith, like we we're saying, he's he's got an unknown injury. Suter, Halkett, and then Kingsley was at left back. Harren and Devlin actually made up the middle of the park. And spoiler alert for Barcel, McGrath didn't get a minute, mm-hmm. um, which was gone. Um, and then we had Barry McKay, Josh Janelli, and GMS in behind Liam Boyce. I didn't want to be that guy who's just constantly complaining about the referees, but once again, the one of the worst refereed performances I've ever seen in my life. Just absolutely spineless. Like, completely spineless. I think he gave Alan McGregor about eight warnings and then eventually walked up to him and gave him another warning. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what were you doing the first couple of times? I think he got booked on, like, the fucking 78th minute or something like that. And yeah. Craig Gordon got booked for saying that Morelos dived, so should be booked. But the referee gave a free kick to Hearts, so agreed it was a dive. <laughs> so why didn't he book him? And that's what Gordon got booked for. And it's, it's just spineless. Like I said, they're either no good enough or they're no brave enough to referee in these games. And I'm not I'm not sitting here with a tinfoil hat on, but the two worst referee performances we've had this season have been away at Celtic and then at home at Rangers. But that's not the reason we lost this game. Well, well, with the ref, Nick Welsh, Welsh, 13 cards, including the red. I think that just shows you that he's, he was incapable of controlling the game. He felt his only option was to, to give out cards if you even asked him what that decision was for. Yeah, I had absolutely no control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was un- unbelievable. Uh, no control at all. Um, well, well, we try and run through this in some sort of chronological order, Simon. Um, I, I thought the first 10 minutes or the first nine, we started off very well pressing them up to the park. Eh? I, the atmosphere was phenomenal as well. It felt it felt really good. It felt like there was a buzz about it. Um, Liam Boyce, you kind of want him to score for the position that he gets into. He, he maybe gets a bit impatient and tries to take the lob a bit too high. Um, he doesn't let the ball come down, which is fair enough, but I, I'd expect Liam Boyce to do a bit better in the position that he gets himself into and I'd be wanting him to to get the ball in the back of the net there. Right. And then, when did they score? Nine minutes <clears throat> in? Nine minutes in, yeah. We just couldn't clear the ball. Ryan Kent absolutely done Taylor Moore on the left-hand side. Whipped it in. It, it fired around a wee bit. Somehow that Sakala's gone in behind Kingsley. Is it Devlin that he beats? Right. Right. Skins Devlin. Skins Devlin, aye. We just can't get rid of the ball. Morelos is wide open, just at pretty much at the penalty spot. And, it just flies in. I just don't get Morelos. He looks like he can't play football. Whenever I watch him play football, it's shite, but he scores all the time. And those goals, I seem like 
really shite goals. Mm-hmm. But he scores all the time, man. So I he's he's a wee child, but mm-hmm. he I scores, man. Uh, I tip my hat off to Morelos, but like every single person I spoke to at the game was like incensed with how much they hate him. Like the first he's time, said, villain, eh? I, like it's uh, probably more than Scott Brown levels, and you just have to admire how much of a heel that man is. Aye, celebrating, he's, winding up the family stand. Aye, he um, he definitely gives it. So fair enough, that me. Like he gives it and he takes it. Yeah. Um, but other than that goal, we were we were really pressing Rangers, spoken with Simon, like, and they had no option to but to go long. But then just four minutes later, Goldson, to be fair, played an absolute pinpoint pass over the top to Aribo. I mean, if you if you give your cent- the centre back literally as much time as he chooses to take, and also step up to allow the space in behind, Ken, what good players are going to exploit that and putting a good ball in behind. Mm-hmm. It's poor defending. We either drop back and let him have the ball or we press him and mm-hmm. we did neither. I, I do think you kind of have to put your hands up to say, but if Goldson's took a touch and hit that ball, then Aribos took one dead touch and put it past Craig Gordon. You know, it's well executed, but they're, they're good players, so you expect them to do it. I just think, yeah. why are we giving these players so much fucking time? You could see that that's what he was doing the whole time. I don't know what everyone was thinking. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, for how early on it is, Goldson could have been pressed higher, but it was what was the atmosphere like after the second goal? Like, oh, it wasn't even a wasn't even a clap or a come on. No. <laughs> just... Aye, that that was it. As soon as they scored that, we as much as the chances we had, I, I just thought Rangers just thought right, a two 0 a two 0 wins here is good. We can get out of here with a two 0 win, and if they score, we'll crank the pressure back up. But I think they're quite happy to let us. Have the ball, have chances. Um, we should have scored, but I think it, if we did score, I genuinely just think Rangers would have just went right up the park and got another and just kept that two goal cushion. They'd never really looked stressed. Yeah, it's so dangerous going forward. The first time I've seen Sakala play in the flesh, he was a lot better than I was expecting. Absolutely I have never really seen him. Yeah. Um, frustrating because, like you say, after their second goal, um, well, we did come into the game a lot more. They only actually had two shots uh, on target in the whole first half, and that was the two goals. Pain. Um, <laughs> we come into come into a bit. Um, Hammy, what about some of the good moments? Try and cheer us up. Uh, Devlin played boys through on goal shortly after. He had a, a good shot and a good save by McGregor. Um, McGregor statistically was man of the match. I seen that's quite telling, isn't it? Yeah, like what you're saying there, I, I, in the first half especially, I, other than picking the ball at the neck, Gordon had like nothing to do. We really, and McGregor on the other side, had a few really good saves. That Boyce one was was annoying. I think he just got a bit, pushed a bit too wide, but still managed to get off a good shot, um, mm. make the keeper do work. We And like I said, we did play well. We you sort of went in at 2-0 down, and there was fans, there was folk near me who left. After the second win, in. <laughs> like, they were going mental. Like I've never seen somebody so angry at this point, right? And I thought they're two 0 It's not that bad. We're playing all right. Our goal swings this, um, but yeah, Rangers—they're so clinical going forward, and that's that. I think that was really the difference. They went and scored with their two chances, whereas we just didn't have that 
it sort of felt like, especially in the second after the second half and everything, it just felt like we weren't going to score the day. Especially when it hit the bar and things and all. It was just wasn't it was one of those days, mm-hmm. I think. But generally, good football. We played well in the first half. Um, and had some good chances, yeah. Just a thought on that Hearts fan storming out at 2-0. Do you know what that could be? A Rangers fan just like deep, deep, deep <laughs> undercover. <laughs> really gone for it. Right. <laughs> Method acting. Method nah, acting. He's fuck. he's always gone mental. Doesn't matter if we're winning or no, he's just hates life, I think. <laughs> a few of them near me as well. <laughs> um what about before just before the players came out the tunnel? Uh, two Rangers fans standing in section N <laughs> went running over the park into the Rangers end. Never Aye. seen that at a game before. I was so confused because I saw at first I thought they were workers. And then nah just lobbed into the Rangers. <laughs> Quite young mm. as well. Two young lads. And then they look really young. Yeah. I didn't didn't see any police or anything move. They nah. just went, nah, well, it's not worth it. Right. I've never seen that before. I've seen read loads of stuff on Twitter. Rangers fans were died all over the place. Yeah. Um there was something went on like, just beside the away section behind the goals. Um there was a Rangers fan like asked the stewards if he could get just go through and join them. <laughs> He let them go through and then he turned around and was like spitting back at the hearts. Worse than that, apparently. Like it was fucking chaos. You can only try and keep them out. Eh? Um, EH postcodes only for the next one, I think. Oh, well, <laughs> most of the cunts in that end were fucking coming for like Brock's burning that anyway. So they're pretty much there. So they bother. <laughs> um, later in the first half, more chances. Yeah, the Mackay GMS kind of one two, Simon. Now, this was tight angle, GMS smashed it, and McGregor tipped it over. And right after that, well, again, at the tight angle, Ginelli shot, um, which hit the bar and then bounced just an inch from Boyce for a tap-in. We were so close to scoring. I Like like Cammy was saying, it felt like there was loads of just nearly moments where if, if maybe one or two of them had went in, obviously, if one or two of them had went in, it would have been a completely different game. But I, I, I do still feel like Rangers were never out of control of that game. It's even when we had the ball, it still felt like Rangers were dictating what was happening in the game. I never felt they looked too stretched. But yeah, I think Hearts played well. I think we did create a lot more chances than than we usually do if you if we lose two 0 against Rangers. And it's good signs. We just need to just need to be more clinically. Exactly. In the second half, was much the same story. Um, so the other chance, I guess the chances did feel like it dried up a bit in the second half, if anything. But we had quite a few shots, but none that were like real, you know, goal scoring opportunities, it felt. But apart from the, the Kingsley free kick, he almost done it again for Christ's sake. 35 oh, yards out this time. Can strike a ball, that boy. <laughs> Bend it like Kingsley. All that time on the training ground, eh? Um, here, Ben Woodburn came on, and I think he's had a rocket up his arse after the Livingston game. I've never seen Ben Woodburn so deep in his own half, chasing a Aye. ball. He ran all the way back. It was a good effort for him, like. Yep. Um, and then it, I felt like the same kind of phase of play, he was back up the park and he had that shot at goal, which McGregor spilt like it was a, it could have led on to a chance. If you're coming on in a game, the last thing you want is like a wee bit of effort and movement and... Uh... To, to see that and he didn't really cause any Rangers any issues but at least he, he was trying mm-hmm. um, the red card incident uh, Janelli's just an idiot <laughs> doing that on a yellow card doesn't he what's he doing I, 
he, he doesn't raise his hands or anything like that, though. So they just kind of like bump into each other. And I think a better referee would see that and just have a word. I think he must have heard something for the linesman, like yellow cards all round. But Ginelli mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything. He shouldn't be running in, of course, because it gives the optic that he is the aggressor. But he really, was they're just definitely like, the aggressor. I know, but they're all just like pushing about and shouting each other. It's not really anything, is it? It's nothing actually that bad. I'd, see, when I watched it, I thought straight away Devlin and Barisic were like squaring up. I didn't realise that they were actually like about to shake hands. Aye, there was there seemed to be no issue. Aye. And then Janelli comes steaming in. Aye. <laughs> like George Street at three in the morning. <laughs> you didn't talking to my pal. Um, he's going to get booked for that all day. It was weird, really weird moment. Um, they just kind of walked off and Tencastle was so silent. It was really awkward. Aye. Walking over the pitch. Um, that, that was kind of kind of the game. It was, I mean, how it was so strange. Hearts Rangers, we had more possession than them. Uh, our pa- more passes complete, more shots, more shots on target. Statistically, we had everything, but they, they did look just very comfortably at the back. Yeah, they also had um, Goldson playing as like a sweeper keeper as well. He would just use his hands whenever he needed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bl- How's the referee not seen that? I seen it from where I was, and I'm I'm literally the other end of the park. Uh, you could see the ball like slow yeah. down. You know what I mean for by Aye. them. Yeah, it's um... it's such a blatant handball. It's not like it was super speed and there was loads of people around them. It was a one on one in the box. You know what's frustrating as well? Boyce actually has to slow down his pace. Like it, it genuinely does stop his shot yeah. from being how he, he was expecting it to come to him. Right, it's one one thousand percent a penalty, and it's it's just disappointing because the referee should spot that every time. It was very obvious. Mm-hmm. Indeed, um, my stats we had fifty three percent possession, uh, more shots. We had sixteen to their twelve, more on target, eight to their six, and pretty much like I said, um, more than Rangers in a briefing. Uh, one glaring problem that seems only to ask your your thoughts. This cross is complete. We completed three out of 22. I know Rangers have got a very, very strong defence, but with William Boyce isn't the tallest of guys. He's up front and he's dropping deep and he's going wide. You know how Boyce plays. And like you said, Simon, Barry Mackay's playing quite a central role. So you end up with five foot five Barry Mackay <laughs> in the box, swinging balls into Barry Mackay. It does like it doesn't seem to be what like any reason why we're putting the ball in. It just seems to be like just get the ball in the box and Rangers just Rangers were absolutely fine with they were like yeah, if this is the way you're going to play, we'll just clue these all day. Right, yeah, and that that's I can't I don't have the stats now, but we had a ton of corners. That's because they were just easy low block every time because we were only trying to whip it in. Morello seemed to win absolutely every single corner from the front post and he was the first man on the ball every time Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's something I thought when we were when I was watching the game Taylor Moore is a big unit but he's the one that's staying back and I always thought that was weird he's got the likes of um, Devlin sort of lurking in the box and I mean I I get it he's the sort of centre midfielder but should you not have your biggest players in the box? I, yeah, I, I mean, maybe Taylor Moore's shite at heeding the ball. Maybe it's just <laughs> terrible. So that could be completely off. But it just, it seems odd. Because then you could, you've got like Suter, Kings, uh, Kingsley, 
Halkett and Taylor Moore having to be marked by their biggest units just seems odd. It's a bit like the fullbacks taking corners, which thankfully we've stopped doing that. But mm. I just think um, I the, the Rangers going two 0 up so early just made it so easier for them because they've got such a strong spine and they can they can deal with anything through the middle. Tynecastle's a very small pitch as it is, so it condenses everything even even more. So mm. I just think it was a everything sort of fell into place for Rangers and it's. Obviously, a, a, a difficult game as it is, but you can't concede two goals in the first 15 minutes and expect to get a game, in and out of the game. No. Yeah, exactly. Very frustrating. Um, like we said, overall, we did play well. It's just they were they were clinical, as you like, and just kept it tight. They knew how to do it, hold on to the win. Um, Nielsen, after the game, is quite upbeat. Um, he's quite happy with the performance overall. Um, he said, he'd been on to say to have more shots, more possession than Rangers is very good. He was very careful with his comments on uh, Nick Walsh, um, barely talking about it at all. Uh, I'm not sure if he's trying to avoid getting suspended again or if he's just trying to wind up Celtic fans. <laughs> I, I think it's wise for him just to fucking, it's obviously we're we're fans, it's, we're going to complain about it, but if he's sort of building something in this team, the last thing he's wanting to be doing is complaining about refs every week and just sort of concentrate on what you can control. Aye, exactly. Notice Craig Gordon was very um, careful with what he said as well. Totally played played down the referee in performance. Um, aye, interesting. Um, but yeah, Nielsen said uh, if we took our chances, it would have been a different game. Um, and that was the difference between the two sides. Absolutely. You know, we had eight quite good um, shots on target. You know, could have, we could have easily had three goals there on a different day, four goals there on a different day. Hit the bar twice. I mean, one of them was like a almost an own goal, but is that Bassey who almost put it in his own net? Uh, yeah, when it hit the underside of the bar. But even then, it was a ball in the box by Hart, so still put them into a position where they had to make a decision. So I inches and and we're back in it. But like I said, I do think if we did score at any point, Rangers would be like, right, we need to put the foot on the gas again. Yeah, uh, something I, I could not believe my eyes. I'm not sure if you were still in the stadium when it was like one of the last uh, things to happen before their free kick. Bassi ran with the ball from about 20 yards out to our box and had a shot on goal. Are <laughs> you still there? We, we, see, as soon as the Ginelli got sent off, I just thought, we, we might concede in our couple year, by the way. <laughs> you were more thinking about getting Aye. a table in the diggers. Aye. Well, we'd got a table on the diggers. Got a man on the inside. <laughs> um, but I was petrified Bassi was going to score that and it would forever be seen daily on all social media platforms as the greatest goal ever scored by a defender. But, <laughs> um, well, I, that was uh, that. Was that. Um, before we go on to, to hear about how much um, meltdown kickbacks and what about a wee game of uh, Barry McKay, sorry, Barry McBay, or bust, thank you, Simon. Trademark, Simon Buckham. I actually um, called it Barry McKay or Lower. <laughs> I really thought it was Barry McKay or bust. <laughs> that would make sense because you're not buying, you're just saying higher or lower. Um, I, a reminder that this is from London Hearts. Don't blame me. Um, and Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia does uh, differ on almost every single player, list to list, but what can you do there? Uh, Barry Mackay is now on 14 caps after the weekend, so higher or lower, 14 caps. Start off with Aidan Keener, an Irish international, international youth 
who never cry out hearts and now has a goal ratio of one in seven games at Falkirk. Higher or lower? 14. Got to be lower. There's no way you got 14 appearances. I'm also going to go lower. According to London Hearts, 18 appearances for her. What? <laughs> Craig Levine was a nutter, eh? He did get a ton of chances and even started a good handful of games under Levine. Oh, my God. Aye. Aidan Keener. That was some generation. Um, Here's one for you. Oh, just to get you a wee bit angry at how the fair kickback, one of the most hated, never-rated players. Then another Irish international with 91 caps. Someone you'd have expected to lost the league and become a legend at the club, but transpired to be worse than Paddy in midfield. The wheelie <laughs> bin himself. <laughs> the wheelie bin. Glenn Whelan. Higher or lower? 14. Lower. Oh, I'm going to go lower. Aye. It's higher again. What? He was like two months. <laughs> 17 appearances. Fuck. Uh, but he was playing week in, week out, right up until he just got fucking punted at the door. <laughs> you think of it, so. I do not remember him in a heart shirt at all. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> Glenn Whelan got us relegated. <laughs> I mean, it was a combination of a lot of shit players. He <laughs> <laughs> played a big part in it. He, he brought the club down. <sighs> Spit on Glenn Whelan. Right, next. <laughs> Z Fook, cult hero with almost as many goals as caps, Gorgi royalty, higher or lower 14. I feel like he's got more than 14 goals, but he might not have made that many appearances. <laughs> ah, he was here for a full season. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go lower because one of these has got to be. Ah, it's got to be fucking lower, eh? But he wasn't here for a full season. He came in January till season. Oh, end. was it? Aye. Um, and the answer is higher. <laughs> yeah. 15 appearances for Seafook and I'm uh, sure it was 12 goals forgot to write that down but I absolutely phenomenal it. man 12 or 13 and 15 absolutely unbelievable right one more uh, finally a player who Paddy hates more than Elliot Freer potentially uh, Colin Doyle higher or lower 14 <laughs> um I'm going to go lower. I I don't think he's actually made that many. He always seems to be the backup. Always the dread. I'm going to go lower as well. Good one. He's finally got one right. Right, I guess (laughs) it's higher the last time, did he? Oh, did you? Oh, I think he did. Was he Fook? Yeah, I. But just 13 appearances for Doyle. That's even that seems like too many. I feels like Barry. Because it feels like Barry McKay's part of the furniture. It's a long period of time. Um, ah, good. Hope uh, hope you've done better than them, listener. Hope you enjoyed <laughs> yourself. Um, right, Hammy. Uh, Jumbles kickback. Back away and don't talk a lot of shame. Well, Jarvie, it was a bit of a bomb site last night, as everyone was clearly like me and Simon on the piss and posting absolute drivel last night. And even this morning, some people still drunk. Clearly. I was on the piss. I wasn't posting drivel. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> I'm very good at actually just no being on my phone when I'm drinking because it could get very dangerous. <laughs> um, aye, there was a there was a lovely thread about um, Liam Boyce. Last week's hero is now people are wanting him punted in January. 
Um, so I thought I was going to do that, but I thought, nah, I'll try and keep it a bit talkative so we can um, maybe get some chat out of it. Um, also, there was somebody in that boy said saying, boy, should have scored five goals yesterday. <laughs> he had five chances and apparently he should be scoring all five of those. Now, can I just say, if Boyce is scoring five goals against Rangers, he's not staying at Hearts. Just, <laughs> like, and we don't have that calibre of player. So, I found another thread. Again, I was a bit drunk at this point, but it was called Tippy Tappy Across the Back with Little Penetration piqued my interest for other reasons. Sounds like a children's nursery thing. <laughs> I hope it does. Jesus Christ. Tippy Tappy along the back and a little, <laughs> little penetration. Anyway. <laughs> So this was about uh, our general style of play. So somebody says, is that a fair assessment? Hearts to me seem to be slow and predictable for most of the game when in possession and our attacks generally began with the back four doing a bit of tippy-tappy, sometimes one-twos with midfield and gradually moving up the park. Even counter-attacks would often slow down and the ball played back with the preference seemingly being the safe pass. Somebody said, no penetration. On another day, we score four or five. We were fine. Um, another one says, on another day, we score more goals. No offence, guys, but when does this happen? Lack of goals slash missed opportunities has been an issue all season. Good that we're creating chances, though. Um, another, nah, just to go back to the boys' point, another one says, we have a lazy lump of a centre forward who couldn't lob McGregor, who was near 10 yards off his line get your maroon tinted specs off and stop defending absolute dross without Gordon, Suter and Halkett we would be in big bother how many times did the midfield get caught in possession and ball watching um, very odd analysis that's saying if we didn't have three of our best players we wouldn't be doing as well, no <laughs> shit take Alan McGregor Aribo and Sakala out of that <laughs> Rangers team then we probably would have at least got a point, you know what I mean I agree. Um, again, same person. Uh, today we were absolute dross. No movement at all after being 2-0 down, passing the ball backwards and across the defence when being 2-0 isn't good enough. I bet you're one of these fans who thinks Haring is a great centre mid. Anxiety rips through me anytime I see him touch the ball. <laughs> so there was a woman that, that backs up both this guy's points where <laughs> Haran actually got the ball and was breaking, and it was like a two on two on three, maybe, um, counter attack. And by the time Haran had like got over the halfway line, Rangers were fully set. Like, no <laughs> chance. Right, he's, he's not meant to be, he's not a, a dribbler, he's no, a one no. touch and, and spray a bit player. Right. <laughs> Um, and Alan says our finishing was absolutely garbage general play was decent though I'd agree with that um, I've no real complaints today to be honest but I, I'd imagine Kingsley Suter and Hulk have some past completion stats Alan um, says fair assessment need better attacking mids and a striker if we actually want to progress um, I think this is again this, no it's a different person our midfield need to get us 20 yards up the pitch quicker I really like Devlin but dearie me he needs to get his head up and step into the 20-30 yards ahead of him and then play I want to put a marker down that that's the first twinge of criticism of Devlin I've seen mm. so if he has another bad game he'll be called useless it's coming um, mm -hmm. another one says agree with this for me our biggest problem isn't cheat isn't creating it's defending we give away too many chances as a team and rely on Gordon, Gordon far too much. Um, someone says, I'm amazed at some of the negativity on here. Yes, we are all pissed off. We could have scored eight. I 
Maybe we could have, probably, maybe. Um, hit the woodwork twice, man of the match, McGregor. If anything, it was the defence that lets down with the two goals conceded. It was just one of those days where we could have played for 200 minutes and still not scored. It happens. Hmm. Think of how far we've come in 12 months, onwards and upwards. Um, another one says, this was a massive game for both sides. We made an arse of it. Um, concentration levels were pretty good, though, and all round, to be honest, not seeing much to moan about the obvious ones and um, just to finish off Rangers showed how to beat a defence twice with quick decisive passes we prefer to go back and sideways with a slow build up mm-hmm. that is no use and we really lack someone who can carry the ball or play a defence splitting pass mm-hmm. which I, saw, I think makes sense in but, January we're just going to buy some superstars and then everyone's alright I- <laughs> <laughs> think of the level we are Come on. Yeah. Uh, some, I, some of that was really, really poor analysis of the game. Like dreadful stuff. Like we create more chances against Rangers than I think we have in any other game of the season. Like don't leave Barry Mackay and GMS and Ginelli to that point out of this. When we were on the counter, we were creating plenty. Like boys had a fucking howler. And that's a game where you put a second striker on to play along with boys. But Boyce isn't 100% fit just now. Nandule's pish. And Ewan Henderson's <laughs> in Aloha. So Aye. who else would have came on to play up there? Like I would have much rather seen us get beat 3-1 than 2-0 there. But we just don't have the options just now. So absolutely, we need a striker. But creating chances wasn't the issue. It was a bit, it was a bit unfortunate that as soon as Nandule came on, um, well, as soon as Nandule was about to come on, um, we got our red card. So yeah. But it just kind of killed all the all the momentum that we even could have think about building up. Aye, why? Janelli fucked. Ima- imagine we'd Aye. scored a goal at that point instead of Janelli getting a red card. Yeah, would have been a different game. I feel bad for Janelli because I think he realised that like he'd been done, he'd been absolutely done, and he did got fucking pulled in, roped up. They'd got one of them to fuck someone to react and got red carded. He done it to himself. He's a silly mm. boy. <laughs> greedy boy greedy boy uh, four thought... pancakes <laughs> uh, Cammy Devlin is a funny one he's, he's kind of simmered down from his instant impact now he, he was playing a much more advanced position I felt he was almost up in the, as a kind of attack and made a lot of that second half I think we've seen how good uh, a partnership Benny and Devlin are, how, how well they complement each other and how quickly, and how much we probably take it for granted how quickly they've managed to gel, because actually it seemed like instant. The first game they had, they were mm-hmm. both quality together. Yeah. Um, and, and when they're together, it's, it's a different game. Our, our team looks completely different, so to get them back, if we can get them back for the Hibs game, I think it changes everything. If we don't have them or don't have one or the other, it, it does change the shape of our team. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think about the passing around the back stuff, Hammy? Do you think this is a genuine criticism or do you think it's just Hearts fans? Um, I think it's just Hearts fans, to be honest with you. I, 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 I see where it's coming from. If we're 2-0 down and it looks like we're just pissing about with the ball, then, you know, I get it. But the answer's not lumping it forward, bypassing everything. There's nobody up front to do that to anyway. Mm-hmm. Um I get. Uh, maybe we could have probably played with a bit more pace. I, I, I do feel at times we were we were pretty slow and ponderous. It was right at the very end of the first half with a corner, and we just seemed to take ages to take it. 
and it's, there's only one minute added on time here, even though there should have been fucking about five um, with all the time wasting. But um, yeah, yeah I, I, maybe the pace and the tempo, I don't think passing it around the back is the issue. It's, no. um, especially with, with how Rangers played and how they sat in and let us have the, that possession. I, mm-hmm. um, you know, you need to pass it, but you need to bring them out of, posi- out of position. So. You've got to know when to take your chance as well. You can't be going at it for 90 minutes, like constantly, 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 because the last the, the last like half hour of the, the game, you're just going to be absolutely fucking knackered. Mm-hmm. Football's all about like phases now. It's all about moving into different phases and different plays plays and different games. And it's becoming more and more structured as we are. And this whole shoe horse around the back is is just probing essentially. And the mm-hmm. players are just looking for an opportunity. They're not doing it because they can't be arsed going forward. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, another thing, Syrian Rangers did sit in like that and we were passing it along the back, forcing us to go wide and then just doing the low block. And, yeah. and that was really effective because, you know, they realised, well, what, they're swinging it into fucking Liam Boyce and Barry Mackay. Aye. Let they realised we wide. didn't have a presence in the centre of the park, so they just aye. thought, fuck it, aye. 20, 22 crosses, I think it was, and two complete. Now, we had loads of corners come from that, but that's a shitload of possessions lost as well after passing around the back and working our way down, down the flanks. So, we just got outdone. Um, I do think we're so... I know we're just going to go into by ourselves, but we are so lucky. Our next three fixtures are against 10th, 11th and 12th in the league. Like This is a really good opportunity here to go and get nine points and then play fucking Hibs. Another so, bottom sixteen. Another three points. Yeah. Another three points. It's a, it's a huge December slash third um, of January ahead. So you saying in our next four games it really should be twelve points? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm. Yeah. So yeah. Go, I'm there. Yeah. Dundee away, Ross County at home, St Johnson at home, then Hibs. <laughs> absolutely, be going for twelve points here in this season-defining stuff because this will be. We are going to finish third, or not, based on these next four games. It's huge. Aye, it does set the tone for the season, doesn't it? Aye. Then they can go to Portugal on their jollies. But if if they go and pick up, if we go and pick up two points in our next four games here, they better not be going to Portugal. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be letting down the tires of the the plane, James Anderson's <laughs> private jet there, <laughs> letting down the wings. <laughs> um. Right, Hammy, by our cell in the absence of Cameron. Good luck. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. Again, like I said, I was on the, the P's yesterday, so um, I did forget, but I managed <laughs> to get something together uh, during the first segment of this um, <laughs> thing. I'll go over the last ones as well. I don't have what everyone got because uh, somebody didn't send me last week's one, but... I'll go over the choices. So the first one was over 37.5% possession. Um, I think we were at 52%. Plus 50 plus, aye. We sort of blew it out of the water. Um, Again, just I think really because of the way the Rangers sort of set up. Um, It's a lot different for Steve Gerrard's team. Um, So that was a buy. Um, Some people got it. Some people didn't. It was good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We we also had uh, a sellout. So if it would be a home sellout, and it was, I believe. Was um, it? Every single ticket? Every single ticket was sold. It certainly wasn't, there wasn't a, every 
there wasn't every seat was taken. It was, no, didn't nice. seem like it was sold. But uh, I had like four different people sit in front of me the whole game. <laughs> and I know that's a season ticket holder seat and they just weren't there and so many different people were sitting in the seats I was like the fuck is going on <laughs> um, so yeah that was a buy as well um, again people got it people didn't Mac and F to get over 30 minutes was a sell um, I actually think he probably should have came on um, but he didn't so no <laughs> um, Rangers under 1.5 goals again no uh, that was a sell Um some people got that, some people didn't. And the extra one, was there any pyro? There wasn't. When I seen when I came into the stadium and I seen the wee cinch sign thing, mm. I was like, oh, well, there might be something. <laughs> no. um, wasn't even any flares. No, disappointing, no. Rangers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so two buys, three sells. Um, we done well. People done well. I'll um, get Cameron to give you an update um, next week. I don't know if you can tell, guys, but we went to the pub very early yesterday. <laughs> and I'm just tired because I've got a baby. Aye. And I ended up him very early, but I was very drunk. Um, work today was very, very long. <laughs> so I, I work from home and on breaks only. I was thinking, how long can I sleep for? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I was off today. But uh, ah, back to the grind tomorrow. Anyway, by ourselves for this week. So we now play Dundee, um, up in Dundee this week. So for the first one, uh, I'm going to set the line at... So the last time we played them was a 1-1 draw. And we had 72 percent possession so i'm going to give it the line here as over 65 percent because 72 seems excessive hmm. i'm gonna sell it this has got banana skin written all over it not just this buy <laughs> just this game dundee seem to be picking up a good wee bit of form and i just feel like this is one of those frustrating games where we might fuck it Fine. Uh, you sell uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it as well. I think we'll I think we'll pump them, but I'm not with that much possession. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm also going to sell it actually. I do think that is quite high. Oh, I said and... Dundee have had a bit of form. They fucking lost the last two games. I was sure they'd well, won. I was gonna say aye, they're fucked. Get James McPake to Hibs, by the way. <laughs> what an appointment that would be for Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Tammy, you better say it right now. Cameron is doing what? Uh, I'm going to say Cameron is going to do a paddy and buy all of them. Yes, yes. whatever it is. Fuck, fuck <laughs> uh, Cameron paddy, they also buy that. Well done, lads. Um, right. So, what you just said, you think we're going to pump them? So, the next one, over two point five goals for Hearts. Oh, not that many. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell that. Well, I don't know. I, I, I want us to, to do that. I could see us scoring two, not three, so I'll sell it. All right. Well, let's say it was 1 1 in the last game, which I think was, uh, was disappointing. There was actually there was a wee bit of Nielsen out after that. Right. So. That was the Jason Cummings late goal game. Yep. It was coming the whole fucking game as well. As soon as he came on, I just thought, one nil. this is absolutely written on the wall. You could have said it was Cummings the whole game. Could have, but didn't. (laughs) Uh, Right, the next one. 
Hearts to get a penalty. We've not had one in a while. Hmm. I'm going to buy it because I am fucking crazy. Hey, we Cam- should have had one at the weekend, but I am going to sell it. Hey, the, the SFA are not giving us a penalty next weekend. <laughs> I am telling that. <laughs> Okay, well, again, another one to, that is my interest. You have sold all of them so far. So um, after the... It feels like we got about 10 yellow cards yesterday. Um, over 2.5 yellow cards in this game. In the last game with Dundee, there was two. Over 2.5 yellow cards for hearts? Aye. For hearts, right. Bye-bye. Aye, I'll buy that, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, how many are there, is there? Many players close to being suspended for the Hibs game if they if they get a yellow card next week. So we've still got two games after that before Hibs. All oh, right, okay, because there was there was speak about Cammy Devlin maybe missing the Hibs game if he'd picked up a booking before now. Eh? Mm-hmm. Aye, this was I think this was his last game to get a yellow and not miss the Hibs game. Right, yeah. okay, because mm-hmm. it was weird. There's some sort of weight and things. That have, once you get six jellies, right. <laughs> can't you believe he's got six jellies already? <laughs> he's played like fucking ten games. Yeah, he is. Um, I'm going to start putting money on it when he's back. Some <laughs> boy. Okay, that's it. So all buys from Cameron and Paddy. Good luck. I think they think it's going to be a bit of a wild game with loads of goals, penalty, and loads of jellies. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to them, whereas we're a bit more reserved. Yes. Uh, lovely. Well, thank you, Hammy. Now, what we'll do, since we don't have uh, an audible version of the results from last week, we'll put them on social media. We'll yes. get, get that tidied up once Cameron gets to his bloody bed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast uh, and play along for when Dundee and follow us through this uh, busy December period. Um, thanks to Padman Productions for all his editing time as ever. If you want to email Paddy and ask him anything, um, he's, he's always happy to answer any questions. It's a heartspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe uh, if you're listening through Apple, and feel free to leave us a nice wee review, or otherwise spread the good word around Gorgie. So until next time, keep washing your hands with the hearts. We'll see you again soon. Um.